0: Hi everybody and welcome to our third Inspiring Each Other podcast. My name is John Ramsden from the Learning and Development Department at Lorraine Lee and today we cast the pod out in the direction of an amazing sales lady by the name of Renee Mercer who lives in country Victoria. Renee has been our company's top seller not once but twice and really knows her stuff and today she's going to hit us with some of her eight years of experience and I'm sure she's going to tell us a few stories along the way. Hey Renee, welcome to the program.
1: Thanks, John, for having me.
0: Well, we've been looking forward to having you on for quite a while. We've got a number of terrific people we're going to have on this program, but we have got with us right now, as I mentioned just before, one of our top sellers in the whole company. So where are you going to take us in regards to selling today? What areas are we going to have a look at?
1: Well, I thought we could get deep and personal. Uh, It's not all about technical, so I thought we could have a look at the personal side of selling.
0: Okay, sounds good. So where do we go with that?
1: The first thing that I thought we should talk about today is that every time that you're walking into someone's home, it's a completely different situation. Oh, so yeah. The very first thing I think that's really important is that you can adapt to that situation as soon as that front door opens. If you've got the people there that are quite serious then the serious pants come on and you play (laughs) along with that. Um, Other times you can walk in and hear laughter and joking and it's very casual, laid back. And I find that when it's like that, you can play along with that scenario, be relaxed, throw in a few jokes. They love to hear stories, make it really personal and feed off what you're getting from them.
0: Okay, so in other words, you're saying don't have any preconceived ideas of what's going to happen but walk in and look around?
1: Yes, one thing I've learned over the last eight years is never to judge. So until that front door is opened, I have no judgment about what I'm about to walk into.
0: Can you think of any examples of either uh, of those situations that you've come across in the last eight years or so? Because I know you've had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of parties.
1: Sometimes I've walked in and they're all sitting there ready to go, even before I've done my setup. They're there, they want a bang start. So what I would do in that scenario is throw in a joke or two if I'm not getting anything back from them then I just give them the direct knowledge the product they'll say to me what they want and we keep it very professional on that level other times I've walked in like sit down Renee we want to have a chat first we want to get to know you and I think that's great what I always do is remember something about someone for example I meet a lady she tells me her daughter's going overseas on an exchange program In six months' time, I may not remember that lady's first name, but I remember that her daughter went overseas on an exchange program, and I bring that up. How did your daughter enjoy her time overseas? And they love it because, oh, Renee actually remembered something personal about us. It could be where they live. I keep it in my mind, my memory. A lot of times I've told people maybe have a notepad and pen in the car, and as soon as you get back into your car, write it down write down that such and such has the cat that was sick. And the next time you see them, how's the cat going? And just hope that it hasn't died, eh? (laughs) Yeah, that could be (laughs) awkward, couldn't it? So I think people love that you remember something about them, that they've made an impact on you as much as you have made an impact on them and that you can remember something that's, special to them.
0: That's great I really love that idea and people do appreciate that don't they because a lot of people aren't listened to or they think that people aren't really listening to them so if somebody comes in like yourself in a sales situation but you remember something from way back that's pretty impressive.
1: It is and I think it makes them feel important which is what it's all about. You're being welcomed into someone's home. Um, That's a very big privilege and to be able to make them feel special and to whether you see them at another party or whether you see them down the street that you acknowledge something about them.
0: Okay that's cool. Now you mentioned knowledge before. Is it everything or is it something? Where would you write that?
1: People want to buy off someone that's knowledgeable. So whether you're selling cars, houses, linen, bowls, candles, they want that person to be knowledgeable. They want that person in their lounge room to be the most knowledgeable person because they want to have confidence in buying off that person. If you don't have belief or knowledge about your product, that's going to portray to the people and then they're going to feel uncomfortable and maybe nervous about buying that particular product because will it do? what they're hoping that it will.
0: So important, I mean I've been in situations myself where the product is probably really, really good but the person displaying it to me is not good and it sort of puts you off a little bit, doesn't
1: it? That's right, they want their friends and family there to be happy and to feel confident as well. They don't want their friends and family looking around the room going, This person does not have any idea what they're actually doing. They're just here. I think I'm very lucky with the company I'm working with that we have so much availability to gain knowledge. We have the training manuals. We have the learning zones. We have products in front of us that we have the little cheat sheets with. So there is the opportunity to come across as knowledgeable. And if you don't know something, I think it's really, really important to be honest about it please don't lie because if you lie, they purchase and it doesn't do what you told them, then that shows that you weren't actually knowledgeable in your product. Tell them, I'll get back to you about that. I have a great leader or I can always go back to my support center who are fantastic and get that information and I'll also learn something as well so that next time someone asks me that question, I'll be able to answer it with confidence.
0: I love that. The fact that you don't have to tell a truth just because you don't know the product, but to actually take the attitude of, hey, thanks for asking that question because I will find out. And in the process, I'm going to get back to you and I'm also going to learn something myself. That's excellent. I love that. What about difficult situations? What about if something goes wrong? I mean, sales sometimes, it's not all pretty and, and we know that we live in families now too. Have you ever had anything like that happen to you?
1: Um, look, I have. And it's one of those where you've got to be able to quick think. I sometimes put it out into the room and ask someone, you bought a pillow off me three months ago. How's it going? Now, I do not know the answer to this question. It could be a very positive answer, which makes me want to jump to the roof and shout out. This is why I love my job so much because now this lady's sleeping better. But there's also the chance that this lady turns around and gives me a negative answer. Okay. Um, and that can put a negative vibe throughout the whole room and it can also turn other people off buying that particular product. So as soon as that would happen, I would show sympathy to the person. So people like sympathy. They don't want you to be critical or maybe come across as, well, it's their fault. They don't like the product. But then quickly turn that around and turn it into, how can I help fix this situation? How can I make that product better for you? Is there an alternative product that would be more suited for you in linen it's a very personalised industry. Everyone has different needs, especially with sleeping, so you really have to personalise it. give that person the one-on-one that they deserve to love and enjoy their product.
0: We did talk about this beforehand, and I really wanted you to talk about because I thought it was excellent, and that is if somebody says something about the product that's positive, you were talking about what can happen in the room at that stage.
1: That's right. If I know that someone's bought a product and had it for a little while and is absolutely in love with it, when I get to talking about that product, I single them out. Yeah. So I will say to that person, now, I know you bought a mattress topper six months ago. How's it going? Well, they are so excited to tell the whole room how their life has changed because of buying this product. And I feel that the people in the room gravitate to that because it's not the salesperson up there doing their job selling the product as they have to. It's a friend, it's a family member that is so excited to say that they're getting a better night's sleep or for whatever product they've bought, they're excited about it. And the excitement radiates. Other people want to have that excitement. They want to have that comfort. They want to have that look, whatever the product is. They want to buy it.
0: That's a great bit of advice. And you're right. I mean, you're just standing there and they're doing the selling for you.
1: That's right. I always feel like if someone in the room is excited to tell someone else, it's doing my job for me. So that's an important part of my presentation is making sure that I can try and get someone to give a personalized story. People love personalized stories. Yes, fact and knowledge is fantastic, but bringing in the personalization, I have obviously, all the Lorain Lee products in my home. So I love telling them about something my daughter or myself has been able to achieve from the product.
0: Okay. Hey, listen, speaking of stories, I happen to know that uh, you once had a garage door that you slightly put out of shape. What's behind that and what did you do?
1: Okay. Um, yes, <laughs> Sorry that's for that's dobbing you one. in. <laughs> um, The theory behind that story is that no matter what's happened in your day leading up to when you're about to go out to work, you have to put it all behind you. When you step into that house, anything that's gone wrong in the day goes. You're happy, you're there, and for that two hours, block it out. My story was I was actually getting ready to go to work. I was in a hurry, threw everything in the car, turned the music up loud to get the mojo happening, and proceeded to reverse. And I couldn't work out, I thought the park brake was still on, couldn't work out why I couldn't get out my garage and the roller door was still down and I'd driven straight through it.
0: Oh boy. So what happened from that point? What happened?
1: Problem was I was locked in my garage, I'd completely knocked it off the rails. How can I get out of my garage to go to my home styling party? So quick phone call to the uh, host to say, I'm on my way, I'm maybe one or two minutes late <laughs> then a massive holler to my amazing neighbours who literally all ran out on a cold wintry Ballarat at night and helped me manually lift this massive roller door up just high enough to get my car out. I then thanked them graciously and said, I'm really sorry but you guys got to work out how to do the rest of it I've got to go
0: so you, so must, have been, you then, must have been really flustered when you got to the party then.
1: The heart rate was going. I was worried about, obviously, the home um, and how I was going to get back into home. But the second that I opened the front door to the lady's house, I had to put it all behind me. They had no idea that I'd, you know, driven through a roller door. <laughs> and that two hours was very enjoyable. Once you get back into your car, you can then have the stress levels go up again. They had no idea... And I won't tell you that I've done it another two times after that as well.
0: You are kidding me.
1: No, three times.
0: Wow, your insurance people are going to not like you at all, but the roller door sales people, they're going to love you.
1: Yes, the roller door (laughs) is looking a little bit worse for wear. But anyway, (laughs) that's the situation. You know, other situations could be that you've walked out of the home, the kids are upset, the kids are screaming, they've just painted the wall red when it's supposed to be white. (laughs) You just have to think it will still be there when I get home. So leave it, go in, have fun, walk out, deal
0: with it. That's wonderful, wonderful advice uh, too. Hey, thank you so much for sharing some information. We learned a lot of stuff, particularly about relating to people. I think that's the thing that I've really, really enjoyed, to assess uh, the people that are in your party, uh, to go along with what they're doing. To be honest, I think was another thing we talked about. And, of course, make sure that the roller door is up when you drive out of the garage.
1: Yeah, that's correct. That's a really important fact
0: when you're going out to work. <laughs> hey, Renee, thank you so much for joining us and uh, sharing with us this morning. And uh, I'm looking forward to this getting out there so people can really hear uh, from your experience. So thanks for coming along today.
1: Thanks, John, for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: Well, we certainly hope you enjoyed spending some time with Renee today as she shared some of her experience and some great sales tips with us. That's all we have for you today. Until next time, we meet with Joanna Civic from West Australia, who'll be speaking to us on balancing your life and your business. My name's John Ramsden. I'll be chatting with you when next we cast the pot and continue the practice of inspiring each other. Goodbye for now. Renee, 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 the glass door's on the studio.